0: Tonight is Nicole and Mama Kay. Hey, everybody. And tonight we were reviewing The Iron Lady. It was previously mentioned on a different episode, I believe. I wasn't on it. It was the Mama Mia episode.
1: yeah. Yeah. We talked about this in the Meryl
0: Streep episode. Right. So Meryl Streep won our Films with the Woman in My Life Instagram tournament for Best Leading Actress Oscar winner ever. (laughs) <laughs> um, she dominated. She blew everyone out. So if you're listening to this, yeah. hopefully you voted for her. She got a t- tons of votes. Like she, she dwarfed everyone else. It was a yeah. complete blowout all the way to the top. Um, so Meryl Streep. Uh, I'll start with you, Nicole. Do you have an opinion on Meryl Streep? Like, not like anything?
1: I do like Meryl Streep. Um, I like more of her. I guess more modern roles. I guess within the last 15 years or so, I really like. Mombia, obviously if you listen to the last uh podcast we did with her in it. Um I love uh Julie and Julia. I love Devil wears Prada. I, I, the newer things that she's done are are what are key to me. So I do really like her. And Mama K?
2: Yeah. <laughs> No. she does
1: not like yeah. uh
0: she is not a big fan of that there Mo streep the 21 time nominated academy award actress i know i
2: know i know um i mean i remember her from you know the dingo ate my baby um back in Jeez, the 80s dating yourself. <laughs> well yeah i don't think anybody who listens is i wasn't anywhere, even a you know.
0: joey then I-, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I
2: don't like the way this is going already. So, um, yeah, no. You, um, crikey, no, you went. You didn't
1: carry Brennan around in a pouch, <laughs> well, so to speak. Um,
2: <laughs> I'm done talking about that. Um, so, uh, so you know, Kramer versus Kramer and some other things. I mean, she's definitely a force to be reckoned with, but I think she starts to become a caricature of herself, or at least for me, when I'm watching her, I always know that I'm watching Meryl Streep. And so that really bothers me. I do like Mamma Mia, the movie, she might be one of my lesser favorite parts. And I do love Julie and Julia. And I think she's good in that. And I think that, um, her portrayal of Julia child is just spot on. um, yeah, it's a good one. yeah so i do like that i just watched devil wears prada for the first time ever and i know everyone's like what uh, maybe like what? three or four months ago um i know because oh i was being god. chastised by people like oh my god you've never seen the devil wears prada so that's how um, they say it right yeah <laughs> that's pretty much how everyone says it oh my god so um so i watched it and <laughs> it was fine it was very Meryl Streep of her. Brendan, how have you never seen that?
0: I've only uh, seen a couple know, hundred thousand movies. I've never seen that. I mean,
2: you've never seen that either.
0: No, I've no, never no. seen it. I mean, yeah, I'll get around to it. I don't know. It oh, sounds okay.
2: I'm not okay. going to give you shit about for the post? that. I mean, um, oh, the post is pretty Christ, good.
1: That was the worst. I'm the only one who likes the, the post. It's not ever. bad.
2: You are the only one, like literally the only one who likes the post. I know my father so. likes oh. the post. Yeah, he does. That was one of the movies I wanted to crawl out of my seat to get out of, to get out of the theater, because I was just <laughs> it so irritated and bored. It was so, really uh, bad.
0: I, I guess I'm the middle opinion. Well, not the, quite the middle. It sounds like Nicole's kind of in the middle. I, I like a lot of Meryl Streep movies. I, I rarely dislike her. I either don't really think about her or like her, so I guess that's a compliment. Um, there's a, We got a lot of suggestions for this one, actually, on our uh, Instagram uh, for different movies to do and our criteria was all she had to do was be nominated or won the Leading Actress Award um, and it also had to be streaming so that was kind of the hard part. Uh, we got a lot of good suggestions. Yeah. Um, there's a couple on here that I definitely want to do in the future. Um, one of them was August Osage County. Oh, I love that movie. That's my favorite Meryl Streep movie. So That's a clinic, an acting clinic. That movie's so good. Um, uh, Defending Your Life was another (laughs) suggestion. Deer Hunter, The Hours, which also featured Julianne Moore and uh, Nicole Kidman, other other finalists in our tournament. Um, But that would have been
2: a good one to do. Yeah,
0: I I mean, I would have liked that one except. No, it was streaming on uh, Prime actually, uh, but Meryl Streep was not nominated in that one. It was uh, Nicole Kidman and Julianne Moore who got the yeah. yeah. So uh, we landed on the Iron Lady, which was streaming and is currently streaming on Netflix for those who are interested and want to check it out. Um, She did win the Academy Award for Best Leading Actress. She wasn't just nominated; she won the award. Um, So you know, this is. According to the Academy, one of her top two roles. Um, I, I we'll see right. if we agree with that. Um, but this was initially, uh, it was recommended by listener. I hope I'm saying this right. Helena, per- perhaps Jelena, Yelena. It's J E L E N A. I, I hope it's probably I'm saying Yelena. Your name. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yelena. Um, so thank yeah. you, uh, Yelena or Jelena Thanks,
1: Yelena. for yeah.
0: recommending this. Um, And now you're about to hear our opinions on it. Please don't be offended and keep listening to the show. Um, if you haven't seen it, like I said, on Netflix streaming now, so go check it out. If you have any interest, um, it's definitely, I mean, you know, Meryl Streep is Meryl Streep. So if you're a fan, you, you should check it out. Um, but we rate things here at films with the women in my life based on four criteria. And those are the characters, the plot, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. Um, it's going to be mostly us talking about our ratings here, because the plot is really straightforward. The Iron Lady is about Margaret Thatcher, who I did not know. I knew who Margaret Thatcher was going into this. I didn't know her moniker, the Iron Lady. Uh, she was the mm-hmm. Prime Minister of U- of the UK for about 10, 15 years, something like that, through the 80s. She was 11. 11 years, is that what they said? Uh, so through the 80s into the early 90s uh, she had kind of an up and down career she was very polarizing apparently uh, mama k yeah. knows a lot about history and britishness so i'm gonna go to her later on for the accuracies <laughs> and how and, and also how...
2: lived through it yeah the, well right yeah nicole part, and i were not quite
0: part... um we were pre joeys we were pre joeys we <laughs> oh uh, yeah we, we were just getting ready to go um so the whole movie is told in an interesting way. Uh, Meryl Streep is old in this at the beginning as Margaret Thatcher, retired, senile, possibly also Alzheimer's, dementia. Yeah. Um, and she's kind of going through her life remembering her rise through the Conservative Party in uh, in London. So she starts in like kind of the 70s and then throughout her time as prime minister. Um, big themes of the movie is she's a woman in a man's world. Um, She's very hard-nosed and kind of portrayed as stubborn um, her f- not always a good family woman but very inspirational for a lot of the people of London but also very polarizing it didn't seem like a lot of people liked her at all the times so it was kind of up and down career for her um, but that's the whole thing is told between her as a senile old woman speaking with her dead husband uh, Dennis Thatcher played by Jim Broadbent one of my favorite British actors Yeah, really, 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 really love that Jim Broadbent he is fantastic really I, I have yet to see something in uh, where he's not great uh, Um. Right. But uh, that's... And then the only other... Oh, uh, well, I recognize two other actresses and actor's as an actress in here. Uh, Olivia Coleman, who just won the Academy Award this yep. past year for The Favorite, is Carol Thatcher, the daughter of Margaret Thatcher. Um, and... Uh,
1: oh, my God. I didn't even put two and two together. She looks a
0: lot... Di- they, they made her up different in this than what she looks like nowadays, but... Um, yeah, very she, different. Yeah, they made her look... She had the blonde, weird wig. <laughs> you could tell it was a wig, but... um, uh, And then uh, Richard E. Grant, I recognized. He was Michael Harris. Hessel Hesselton is that how you say his name he was like a high advisor to Margaret Thatcher if uh, memory serves me correctly um so you know we kind of go through her rise and fall through the party into where she is in her life now um but the characters—I've kind of described them all. It's mostly Margaret Thatcher plus a few sprinklings of other characters. I will start with Mama K, since I think she probably remembers more of this. <laughs> I know Nicole was kind of in and out of this one. Um, but Mama K, what do you think of the characters of this movie?
2: Um, I mean, I think the characters are are good. They're they're you know when you're based on actual characters, you really only get a a good sense. I mean, you get a really good sense of, of Margaret Thatcher and a really, I think. Uh, of her husband, uh, a little bit about her daughter. And then everybody else is just sort of a mix, even the uh, Richard e. Grant character. I don't think Michael, Michael Hesitino, I don't think they really flesh flesh that out. But I mean, you're not supposed to. Um, so in the portrayal of the characters, I mean, I don't know much about Dennis Thatcher, just a little bit, but it seems like it's pretty true to form that he was a lot more um you know sort of the the caring parent at home to the children um and that you know she was out doing the thing and making the bank and you know bringing the bread and uh and and changing and changing the world so um i'm gonna give the characters in this movie a four
1: cool um so one of the things that i really liked about this movie is the the flashbacks that she has about herself as a younger woman um i I love that they gave a backstory to margaret thatcher of how she grew up and who she grew up around that really put a nice perspective in this movie for me um you know they they make a note of saying that she's a grocer's daughter and was you know their her mother was a housewife and for her being able to to grow up to be such a powerful piece of history in Britain and all is really special to see. Like, I just like how they did that. I think that they really did a good job of showing how she overcame her obstacles and meeting her husband at a younger age and how they've stayed together for so long. It was really nice. I think that, you know, this is about Meryl Streep here and how excellent that she Uh, did this role and I I really do think that she did a great job they made her look really good Um, Mm -hmm. that was easier to put yourself into the movie when she looked like so accurate Mm -hmm. if she didn't look as accurate it probably would have been a little more eh, you know like uh, they really tried but no they did a great job Um, so I mean if we're just just that's what really sticks out to me I don't have much of an opinion on the side characters the other I don't know what they call parliament members and um, they were all kind of boring to me otherwise, but um, that those core, the core characters there, I, I would, I would give them a 3.5. I thought that would, they were nice.
0: Yeah. I'm on board with what well, pretty much what you guys are saying here. Uh, the characters are, I think also a 3.5 for me um, led by Meryl Streep. I mean, that's kind of the prevailing theory for this film. It's kind of an eh film with Meryl Streep being so excellent that she busts through the, You know, kind of conventionalness of the film and got the Academy Award. Uh, She is really that good, especially when she's middle-aged Margaret Thatcher, I guess. The younger actress playing Margaret Thatcher, I don't think lands as well to me. And I'll talk a little bit more about what I mean like that when I get to visual sound. I think I have some opinions there. Uh, But when Meryl Streep is Margaret Thatcher, um, when she's in that middle age of being prime minister, really, really good. Like, like peak streep, it's working. Uh, when she's the old daughtering, uh, uh, peak streep, peak streep, peak, peak <laughs> streep, like top of her game. I Street. love it. Peak uh, Street. I've seen her do peak better, Street. obviously, because I've seen her yeah. in a lot of things, and there's some movies that I really love her and love her character. Um, but I, I, I like her quite a bit here. Um, and when she's older, uh, Margaret Thatcher, she's like, eh, she's, she's solid. I mean, there's some good stuff in there. Um, the storytelling is more of at fault there, but we'll get to that. Um, you know, Jim Broadbent, I like when he jumps in and his little stuff. Everyone else, um, despite my love for Olivia Coleman and my like for Richard E. Grant, um, I recognize a few other characters in here, but like, you know they they are really pretty flat conventional, and that's where it's down to a three five. You know, Meryl Streep as Margaret Thatcher alone is probably like a four or five. Jim Broadbent brings a solid four at least in everything he does, uh, but the rest of the characters are you know kind of kind of a weight. So a three five, I think, is where I land. I don't on. know.
1: I don't know how accurate the extent of Margaret Thatcher's um, dementia was portrayed. I don't. I, I don't personally know how deep it was. For her when she got older but i thought that meryl streep really made it a heartfelt character it, and you you feel how her how her mind's slipping in that that ghost of her husband like she did such a great job in in playing that talking to nobody type of thing like i really like how she how they did that with her yeah no. i
2: agree with that oh i i think that yeah i, I bought into that wholeheartedly
0: um, I wanted to ask you guys before we get too much into it. it Sounds like Nicole and Mama K, you both say so. But Margaret Thatcher, the character in real life, uh, the, the portrayer is polarizing. Apparently, in real life, she was polarizing. It was kind of a she was kind of a lover or hater. The way she's portrayed mm-hmm. in this, do we like Margaret Thatcher, the character, like the person? <laughs> I
1: <don't> um,
0: <laughs> I whoever wants I, to go, <laughs> I, I I
1: like her. I like her in this. You know, I understand you know that the time period where she's where she's this person of power that's a, that's such a struggle for her because of the the way that the um the, the patriarchy if you want to say is set up and for her to be a trailblazer at this time is really inspiring to me so i do like how she is like i like that people don't like her there's a reason people don't like her is because one they're intimidated or they're they're fearsome of having something new like a woman in power prime minister like that's scary to people so for her to be so um scary to people i think is (laughs) badass i love it well mckay do you have the same feelings or
2: well, a little bit different. I mean, I think I can say that I, I respect her and she, you know, I agree with Nicole that she was complete. She was a trailblazer. And I think to be the first woman to do these kind of things, you have to be such a ball buster and you have to be so single minded. Um, and in this movie, it appears to the detriment of her family. And also the thing that struck me in this movie was that she didn't really like women at all i mean she seemed to take her daughter for granted even though her daughter was her um her more of her caregiver than and her son her son has moved away to south africa and yet she pines for him um she says that she wants to you know she likes to be in a room with with men she doesn't want to be in a room with women um there's a bit of disdain and i don't know if that's the portrayal or if that's her actual character i don't really know i mean i only know margaret thatcher the states person i don't really know her as a woman or as a person so if that's true to life i don't i can admire the kind of person that she is but i don't think i really like her that much if that makes sense hmm.
0: So, watching this, I knew some things about Margaret Thatcher, the Persian, in real life. I knew that she was, you know, friends with Ronald Reagan, um, that during her height, they, uh, they, you know, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall, she had a hand in that whole thing, uh, but I also knew that there were a lot of problems domestically at home for her, and they, they portrayed all that pretty well. There are some historical inaccuracies as far as her rise to power. Apparently, there were other female members of Parliament at the time, um, not all the men who opposed her at, in this movie, actually a poster in real life. She actually had a good amount of support. Um, I think it was mostly mm-hmm. for dramatization to make her seem more of an outsider, which of course she was, she was first first prime minister female. You know, still a ma- though not all male a male dominated parliament. Right. Um, it, you know, I think all of that were choices of hyperbole to make her seem more of her against the world, um, which I think you know were, were fine choices here. Um, I like. I like Margaret Thatcher in this movie. I liked who she was, the decisions she was making. Even when she started to go crazy at the end, the rants she made, I find myself just like agreeing with her a lot of the time. Um, I don't know what that says about me, and I don't know if I'm going to accidentally alienate listeners here. I don't know what people feel about her, Um, but she just kind of seemed like, and Mama K kind of hit it, she didn't really care about other women, but it didn't seem like she cared about other men. She kind of seemed... You know, and in the, in the, she seemed selfishly selfless. She was going to do anything she can to be in power because she thought it was the best thing for everyone. Um, right. And her choices were righteous because she said so. But she's kind right. of unabashedly so. And it's hard for me to, like, blame her. I think nowadays, because, you know, she's a conservative party. And though it's not identical to the U- American Conservative Party, it's it's... Or the Republican Party, I guess it's of the same ilk, of the same blood, right? Um, yeah, and obviously the, same. the Republican Party is uh, exceptionally um, uh, oh, what's a, what's a good way to say it? controversial these days because of the president. Obviously, Trump is the president right now. If you're listening to this in the future, um, and so so <laughs> so, Jesus. so it's
1: like a kind of time capsule. You
0: don't know, but like Margaret Thatcher is obviously in power much much before all this. So like uh, it's mired yeah. by modern ideas in politics but conservative right. politics in the 80s and 90s there were obviously periods it worked, it didn't but as a whole I, th- I found her character and what she was going for very admirable and i i tended to agree a lot with her which is something i didn't expect in this movie um we've dealt enough on the characters though the plot we've kind of already said it she's going crazy in the future she's reminiscing about the past i'll go to you nicole this time uh what do you think of the plot of this movie how it's structured
1: um, so I like the overall idea of, you know, we're flashing back through these pivotal moments of her life, um, and why she became the way she is, you know, stubborn, pig headed, strong willed, and, um, don't get, doesn't give a shit really what anybody says. <laughs> um, I like all of that, and I like how they brought it back to a human character at the end, uh, you know, This is her now. She's by herself and she's deteriorating. But look at the life that she led leading up to this. So I I do like how they, um, you know, put this movie together in in flashback cuts and, and, and present day. They both worked for me. There's one scene that I hate like, so much. And I don't know what bothers me about it, but it's a scene where she's, um, she has that blue dress on that her seamstress is fixing for her, and they're they're discussing her, their next moves, and um. there's, like, four or five men in there, and they're doing this, like, bizarre pacing and talking in st- <laughs> one sentence right after each other, and it's, like, so unbelievably uncomfortable, and I, I just, it would never work, it would never happen that way, and I that kind of those kind of little um scenes like that are always just too comical for what it's supposed to be to me and i hated that so that that kind of stuff just bothers me i just want the facts i want her to be standing there and they're talking and she just goes shut up whatever like i just don't need that back and forth like ooh like their heads are just bobbing around <laughs> weird um but regardless of that the plot is nice i do like that they that they brought Um, you know, historical events that she had a huge role in back into this to show just how much she's accomplished. So I think I'm going to give the plot a 3.5. Okay.
2: Yeah. I'm probably gonna be a little less generous only because I, I'm not a fan of actually how this, this movie was presented. Um, I don't mind going back and forth. Uh, I think it's a good way of telling a story, but I kind of felt like we spent a lot of time in the beginning Establishing that what was happening to her was dementia and uh, it kind of overplayed itself a little bit. The part that was, kept me going watching it was the performance by jim broadbent i mean i thought he was just ridiculously charming oh, he's the best uh, he's the fucking best yeah he's so good yeah and i love I, I do i'm the same way i love watching him and i loved watching him in this um and it was it was hard for me to watch i mean a little bit of it i think was hard for me to like kind of i don't know that margaret thatcher so when i started watching and i was kind of having a hard time believing that that was what was happening like that she was having these episodes and and this is the person you know that she turns out to be i mean you can't she's older it's obvious that this is going to happen but just to kind of accept that i guess was a little harder for me um the and i don't know whether it came across enough that you know i mean it it did come across that what was happening in those times i mean that it was hard times kind of everywhere there was um you know, the gas crisis and especially in Britain, there was a huge problem with the IRA. I mean, they were basically the Al Qaeda of their time. Um, and for, for Britain, I mean, it was not safe to be there. And, um, I think that I kind of like movies that we do have a lot, a lot of Irish point.
0: listeners for the uh, uh, Irish listeners. We don't necessarily, the, the beliefs to mama Kate is not express the intent belief of the entire podcast. <laughs>
2: And I'm not, I don't, am I expressing a belief? I'm just sort of telling you what was going on at the time. That that was, it was a big, I mean, the there was there was of Mama a lot K. of. I
0: up- did not express the beliefs of the entire <laughs> Films of the Women of My Life podcast. I'm Irish,
1: I'm like, if anybody
0: cares. English Th- listeners, yeah, wh- the beliefs all- of Mama K somewhat <laughs> represent her <laughs> beliefs in the Films of the Women of My Life podcast.
2: Wow. How far. You called them Al Qaeda. I don't um, know
0: if they're quite Al Qaeda. I don't know.
2: Well, I'm just, I'm, I'm Okay. Sorry. Yeah, maybe, I understand yeah. there's isn't
1: that a what, lot of tension isn't and that a lot of what they call them in the movie?
2: They were considered acts that what acts they say in the movie? What they're saying is that they're they're considered acts of terrorism, the things that they were doing. I mean, they were terrorizing London um okay. at the time. Maybe I'm of my element. You know, well, I'm <laughs> I am i am just trying to make it <laughs> relevant I'm trying to make it relevant for other for people of of you know, your your age and time frame to sort of put it in that. Um, I'm sorry, I was looking thing.
0: at my apps on my iPhone while you were talking.
2: <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Are you kidding me? What has happened? It's been right a long now? night.
0: I have a lot to do. Sorry, go ahead.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Same. Um, and so I think I wanted to live in that world a little bit more. I wanted to live a little bit with that Margaret Thatcher than I did. And, and I liked the begin. I like where we went back to see where she started from. And even if that wasn't exactly accurate, um, I like that piece of it. And. But I kind of wanted to live a little bit more like sort of in her heyday and a little bit less in her dementia.:
1: Yeah, I, I agree with that too.
0: So I think for the plot, I'm gonna land on like a three three. Um, I like once she's a prime minister. Uh, I like parts of her when she's old yes. and being dementia-y. Um, when she's young, it's awful. It's like almost unwatchable. I think it's mostly the actress and the actor playing the young the young Thatchers. They're they're pretty bad. Um, the scenes are heavy handed and choppy. Um, the whole first half hour is pretty bad and choppy. Honestly, it took me until yeah. she was prime minister to get into it a little bit. Uh, but the way the story is told, like I understood, Jim Brombett is the ghost. I don't know if that was supposed to be understood, though. I feel like at times it's supposed to be like a reveal later on. I couldn't, I didn't, I don't know if the (laughs) director, like, really was making a decision. Oh, this is like, I I don't know what the storytelling technique was supposed to be there. I should say the director, Felita Lloyd, uh, she directed another movie that we all reviewed. Well, I didn't review. You guys reviewed. Uh, She directed Mamma Mia.
2: She did. Yeah. Yeah. She's a Meryl Streep fan. She's got a thing with
1: Meryl Streep.
2: She
0: yeah. did, I believe. She yeah. directed the second one as well. So in case, in case we ever get to that, um, but yeah,
2: like it's like a
0: three. Oh, we're getting because, to that. Oh, are we? Okay, I guess it'll be another
1: <laughs> all women review,
2: hundredth episode.
1: No, it's just going to be you, Brennan. Oh, it would just be me, like, trying to describe that.
2: (laughs) Films without the women in my life. (laughs) I've fired all the women (laughs) in my
0: life. All the ratings drop. Um.
2: Wow. (laughs) Wow.
0: Uh, so yeah, sorry
2: to all our listeners that are women. I mean, is that where we're going to go now? That's what I'm saying I said the ratings <laughs> okay. would
0: drop. I, I, I can't carry the show by myself. I, I, no one okay, wants to sorry to all the listeners that are men. Um, so yeah, <laughs> it's like a three for a plot. There's some ups and downs. I like the middle chunk for the most part, but that beginning's kind of rough. Um, but I'm gonna go right into our visual and sound. I'll give mine first since yeah. I'm already talking, because it kind of goes hand in hand. Um, the visual and sound is like a two. It's like a two. It's low. Um, this felt like a TV movie it felt like a TV movie pretty much the whole time. And if it weren't for Meryl Streep's strong performance throughout when she's there, like I couldn't really agree more with the critics on this one. The movie's pretty like, eh, all around it, but Meryl Streep's really, really fucking good when she's being Margaret Thatcher, especially when she's in the meetings, laying her fist down. Um, the movie actually started turning around and being good for me when she's in Parliament early. I love old school Parliament portrayed as the two sides yelling, waving this little fucking papers and handkerchiefs at each other, going ah,
1: ah, ah, in
0: the big in the big room. The guy in the powdered wig, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I lo- I love that, and they they do the same thing in The Darkest Hour, the Winston Churchill movie. Yeah. I love all that stuff. It's really it it gets the energy going, and I like it here too. And it's yeah. where the movie picks up. Um, but for the most part, I mean, that's a standout scene. The visuals and sound is just uh, bland, 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 bland. It feels like a TV movie a lot of the time. Um... Even the more famous actors, other than Meryl Streep, like Jim Broadbent, tries to get his little zany funness in there, but it's stifled. Olivia Coleman—I've never seen Olivia Coleman so boring, and she's usually so fun. She's very boring. Mm,
1: yeah, I didn't even notice that was her. It was—it just really was not. Yeah, she's just kind of there as
0: a whatever character. Richard Grant blends in with all the other suits that don't really matter. Um, so, yeah, visual and sound-wise, it does feel like a like an okay TV movie, which for a theatrical release is uh, um, especially one that has Oscar buzz. <laughs> Unimpressive for me. So I'm going to, yeah, like a two for that. I'll I'll go back to you, Mama K, um, since you were just talking about it. What do you give the visual and sound?
2: You know, I'm going to go with a two as well. Actually, the only parts of the movie that I found that were really interesting to me were actually when she was the younger Margaret Thatcher. What? And I felt like... Th- well, I'm talking about visual and sound now. I'm not talking about acting. I I'm guess. talking about the types of things that you were seeing. It just seemed a lot more um like there was a little bit of richness going on. There was a haze across the movie, which there was. Yes. A- when I, I also saw The Darkest Hour and there was a haze, but that was a totally different kind of haze. That was like a haze that had energy and vibrancy. Oh, Darkest and, Hour is a great movie. And, this is not nearly right, as good. I know. I'm yeah. just but i'm just saying i mean those are the two kind of things you can compare you can you know as far as plot wise prime minister all of that kind of stuff but but that had meat and depth to it and this just felt you're right it's movie of the weeky it's also it's movie of the week but through like grandma's cobwebs you know <laughs> it's really it's really hard to watch and and that uh, the part when they're younger is the only thing for me that has like some energy to it um, Even things that you're supposed to feel really emotional about when there's bombings and they're in the hotel and their hotel actually oh, gets bombed. I'm so upset I,
1: that you just said that. You, you just took my favorite part. I was that I was <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm
2: going to let you talk about that. I actually do the scene that you didn't like at all. I actually, that's about the only <laughs> scene I like. Because it, when she was, you know, at that point in her career, because it was uncomfortable, and I think it was uncomfortable because she was getting her dress fixed in front of a bunch of men, and it was supposed to be uncomfortable. Because well, that fucking seamstress that was...
1: took too fucking long.
0: And Nicole was like, she, <laughs> she keeps she dropping really... stitches. She didn't show her to do the she... button. Why is she still doing it? She's not very good.
2: <laughs> she's she's not she's not a very good seamstress. No, she did have to sew that same button on about three times, um, but but that's how yeah and there was like music wise sound wise none of it hit with me at all and i was waiting in the very you know first half an hour of the movie to really try to get engaged none of that engaged me because it just felt really uh cotton mouth old i don't know what that means
0: i think i think we understand (laughs) nicole what do you think
1: (laughs) no i i agree with you i i like what the purpose of the flashbacks were like i said uh, before but um, i do have to agree that the acting itself was a little bit flat, but, um, no, the scene that I liked the most, that gave me the most emotion, (laughs) was when they're sitting in the hotel, and all of a sudden this fucking explosion goes off! (laughs) Oh my god!
0: The ears are ringing, Jim Broadbent's walking towards the camera with the the shoes on his hands.
1: (laughs) I watched that, I was, uh, that made my heart skip a beat when it happened. Just imagine her sitting there trying to sort everything out and all of a sudden she gets explosion in her hotel room that was that did give me some some emotional pull there i was like holy shit but no that <laughs> other scene I, I really hate that other scene um, <laughs> but no nothing else really sticks out to me actually like i, I started to lose some attention during this movie as i felt it kind of started to drag a little bit nothing was pulling me and it looked very dull and hazy in a bad way like you like you both have said so i i have to agree with that i'll stick with a two on this one too
0: and um, mm. you know the, the ending here is pretty much – the it's a cross between the end of her term where she leaves the office somewhat teary-eyed, um, the big crisis is the poll tax. Um, she's kind of started to get right. kind of crazy in the cabinet, like yelling at her cabinet members. Deputy Jeffrey Howe resigns her basically second-in-command um after being yelled at relentlessly in a cabinet meeting um so yeah
2: that was pretty brutal to watch actually that that hurt a little bit it's interesting
0: you thought it was brutal i thought her rant about the poll tax was so warranted and i was i wanted to stand up and clap and agree with her and then when everyone else around the room was so like uncomfortable like why are you guys uncomfortable she's fucking right like her like her her plan was apparently she's supposed to be some crazy dementia lady but i thought her plan was great
2: no i don't i don't mean that part of it i mean the, the part of it where she just reamed him a new one in front of everybody and like you're not prepared for this you're not this that and the other this that you know she was just like I yeah was just like, oh the discomfort was yeah, the room was actually palpable at that no, point you, you, for me you're right
0: D- directly after her poll tax ranchy yeah you're right she does that in the same basically yeah. the same scene um yeah i, I
1: don't remember that
0: yeah, it's it's towards it's towards the very end. She she's <laughs> Oh yeah. there it's another room, board room where she's the only woman sitting in the room with surrounded by a bunch of white guys in a suit looking uncomfortable and um but <laughs> no, I, I, I felt some of that that scene, but when she was given that first part of the speech, I don't know why everyone was looking around the room so darting eyes. I was like, ah, this makes a lot of sense. This is a good, it's a good plan. I like it. Um, apparently, it's a very unpopular plan, and people were very upset by it, and it felt like people lost their houses and shit. But whatever. We're not here to talk about the politics of the of the past. Um, eventually, uh, we get to the future. You know, that's
1: exactly what this movie is, but.
0: Well yeah, but I mean, we're not going to be like, "Oh, I support this and I don't support that." Like, I don't I don't want to we're not a political I podcast. Do I don't want to alienate any listeners. I want everyone to enjoy movies. I don't do it's that. It's about movies.
1: You've yeah. literally already told all the Irish people and British people that are listening that you don't care about them.
0: No, I told them that Mama Kay's views so in the, the IRA truth. did not support our show because <laughs> oh she called God. them terrorists. And I don't oh know if God. I don't know if in the UK oh. that is as uh, common a belief as Mama Kay seems to think it is. <laughs>
2: We're like forty years removed from this. Come on, man. I'm just trying to be safe.
0: I don't wanna I don't wanna upset people. We have listeners everywhere. I don't wanna upset people. Um, uh, whatever. If we
1: haven't yet if we haven't yet, then I think we might be alright. I'm sure we've upset some people, but you should
0: keep listening because yeah. there's something about being mad. Should, yeah, because
2: you and never know when we'll upset you personally. <laughs> yeah, what you if we agree with you all <laughs> so. of a
0: sudden next week and then you could feel better about it? I don't know.
1: Well, both <laughs> listener reviews we've done, we both sh- we've shit on both, so I don't
0: know. If yeah, that's I have a to good, edit all the shows. They almost all make me mad. So, um,
2: hey, we got a, another British movie coming up, first part of next week. Or no, we have one. This is uh, never mind. This is our second British movie. We were really kind to the first British movie.
0: Right. Um, So the movie... (laughs) (laughs) Listeners... We're sorry. Ramblings of a mad woman. The movie ends with Margaret Thatcher basically looking like a woman in hoarders throwing her husband's old shit around and yelling. <laughs> I turned to Nicole because Nicole has been watching season after season of hoarders in between our reviews. Oh, completely. And so I was like, oh, Margaret Thatcher laying in a pile of trash bags of her husband's old clothes while he walks out, like. Oh, you never needed anyone else. You were always so independent. You always had your whatever the fuck he says, and um and then uh, Olivia (laughs) Coleman comes back while she's laying in a pile of her husband's clothes and trash. She's she's like, "Are you all right? Like you good?" And she's like, "Oh yes, I'm quite fine." And and, um,
2: just getting up. And she
0: uh, the movie ends with her washing a teacup. Which she said early in the, mo- in the movie, she was like, I'm going to be a woman of, of power or whatever the fuck she says. And I'm not going to wash teacups in a, in a kitchen for a man or whatever. And the movie ends with her washing says, a teacup. that's cup.
1: exactly what I wanted you.
0: I don't that's what he says. He's a very supportive <laughs> husband.
1: He says, no, exactly. He wants her to be a woman of power. That's what he meant by that. Oh, you're
0: right, right you're right. With that little scene yep, where they're younger did. and they're having yep. the tea. and the little, He's telling her to right. eat the
1: calzone. What do they have? Anyway, <laughs> anyway, the movie ends. Oh, with- now now oh, we're sorry. now we're insulting the Italians. It's it's, it's great. also we
2: just insulted all the hoarders. So sorry. For oh, fans.
0: okay. If you're a hoarder listening, I'm sorry. I'm I'm okay with insulting you. Like I know we probably. I'm sure a lot of hoarders listen to podcasts because they have nothing better to do with their lives. Pull it back, but like, Brennan.
2: Pull it back,
0: dude.
1: Just clean it. It's not that big a deal. Like you don't need it. Brennan's views do not reflect the views your,
0: of your great aunt. Is, <laughs> is never my life. Your great aunt is never going to wear that onesie that your your dead kid had ten years ago. It's not going to happen. Just get over
2: oh it. Throw it away. Like they're not going to
0: use it. Um,
2: well, for God's sakes, just wash the. The pot. overall
0: resonance and feel of this movie. I will go back to you, Nicole. What do you think of that?
1: Oh my God, I'm afraid to say anything. Um... <laughs>
0: The views of Nicole do not um, uh, views don't uh, reflect, reflect my them. views. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: um I don't know. I mean, I was I was intrigued to see, you know, what she started as um, you know, as a as a younger woman and making her way through a man's world and, you know, that's pretty inspiring to a lot of people, so that was pretty neat. Um besides that, it was pretty fucking boring. Um <laughs> I don't remember a lot of the ending because it was just really drawn out in that center for me, and I didn't pay attention. Look, I like history, okay, I really do, but for some reason this doesn't snag me as something I want to watch. <laughs> um, so if I pu- if I put aside all my opinions here, the overall resonance and feel is, I guess, it's supposed to be nice. I don't know. I don't. I didn't like it. It was boring. I don't know. I give it a two. Mama K.
2: I'm going to be just slightly more generous and give it a, a 2.5. And most of that for me is based on the performance of Jim Broadbent because he's just really a delight in this movie. And um he really, I think, pushes, you know, the the character of, of his character, Dennis, and he just he he's he tells Margaret Thatcher's story sometimes a little bit through him. Um And we see her. As this dynamic, you know, stalwart bull of a woman, Um, but really, you know, family life-wise, you know, there's this whole, you know, women can have everything, women can do everything. Now we're going to offend all the women. Sorry, Um, but you know, there's a part. That's right. They're only half population, and two thirds of this podcast with the women. Yeah, Um, (laughs) three fourths. But I mean, well, of the whole show, and I think there's. There's the reality of it that you know we always say that women can have everything, but I think the women views. want more. What is happening the views right of now?
0: Brennan do not reflect the views. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bob. Okay, we were go on.
2: <laughs> I don't know what's happening, but you know the the whole no no one ever says men can't have everything. Men can't have a job and have a family. Well, you know women try to do all of it. When they're trying to do all of it, they're actually trying to do all of it. They're trying to be the parent. They're trying to be the the wife they're trying to be the worker um so i think that you know she come it comes across truthful that that she she was this huge figure historical figure very important very you know the first of her kind and her family had to suffer because of that and i think he really his performance really shows you that that's the truth of the whole thing A resonance and feel of 2.5 for me because i learned something
0: i'm with mama k i'm with mama k here at a (laughs) 2.5 a little bit for different reasons i think because i was surprised at how much i liked meryl streep as margaret thatcher um jim broadbent was good when he was around but i mean this isn't this is a bottom jim broadbent role for me just because i've seen him in so many great things like i just kind of expect him to be great and this he was just you know he was he was there and he was Solid. I, I liked everything he was. No, in. but
2: for me, this movie was unwatchable without him. Oh, honestly. Okay. Well,
0: see, I I so. I, I liked meryl streep when she was in the middle part of her prime ministership when she was in the like in the hard times dealing with parliament against her and the public opinion when she dealt with argentina yeah, when things
2: were happening
0: yeah i mean when, that, there's,
2: when there's activity yeah
0: but there like i liked how i liked her portrayal of her in those moments um she had some scenes with the guys who were like training her to speak on camera and stuff early political stuff um she, yeah. i i thought she really was quite good in this like in a movie that was kind of Eh, I thought she was quite good and Jim Broadbent if it was anyone else it would be bland and nothing but because it was him it was okay um, and like I said everyone else including actors and actresses I liked were just whatever um, it's a 2.5 <laughs> because I, I, I appreciated Meryl Streep's more um, I haven't seen her play a real person other than in the post like we said earlier um, and mm-hmm. I, or I guess Ju- oh, No, I haven't seen Julia and Julia you guys both have I haven't seen that um, mm-hmm. but you Know, I, I, I of what I know of her, I thought it was a fairly accurate portrayal. Wasn't overly harsh, but it also wasn't overly praising. She felt complicated, she felt div- divisive, which is what I think she probably was. Um, so like a two five, like it was more than I was expecting because I, I, my, my resonance and feel radar was not higher for this movie going in. Um, sorry, Elena or Jelena, uh, for. For uh, my low expectations going in. It sounds like all of our low expectations. But <laughs> overall, I will go back to you, Mama K. Uh, would you recommend The Iron Lady?
2: I actually think I had higher expectations of this movie because I really do like uh, uh, history and I like dramas based on real characters. So I was kind of hoping for something a little bit more. From this, just the the type, just the way the movie was made, uh, not the portrayal. Meryl Streep did a fine job and and that. Um, Am I going to recommend this movie? I'm probably not going to recommend this movie just because it was kind of, the way it was made was a bit of a mess for me. And I would like to have have concentrated a little bit more on her, the statesman, and not the eccentric old lady piece of it.
1: Mm Nicole? Um, I'm not going to recommend this movie either. I'm very sorry. But, um, I think that I would be more entertained and inspired if I had watched an actual documentary of Margaret Thatcher rather than Mm an adaptation by an actress. Um, I think that that would really show what type of woman she was better. Like, I, this is a nice way of getting us to the, to the bare bones of who she was, but to actually understand... Her background and to understand what she was able to accomplish and why people didn't like her, why people did like her, I would have rather have had some actual pieces of her of her life, whether it had been in interviews or you know pieces of I don't know something else. I just would have think I would prefer this as a documentary, a real a real life one. So it just didn't it missed the mark for me.
0: And I Mm. it's hard because. Meryl Streep is really very good in this. I understand. I don't understand winning the Oscar in a movie that's this mediocre seems kind of crazy. Um, a nomination, I understand, but usually when you're in a movie this mediocre and you win, like it's kind of eh, I don't know about that. Um, it's a mediocre movie, um, and to the average film goer, I wouldn't recommend it. But if you want to see, you know, all the Oscar performances and see see a top notch actress be pretty top notch. You know, I think she is really good. I think Meryl Streep, when she's in this movie, especially when she's, I I guess, middle-aged Margaret Thatcher, I think that's the best stuff in the movie. I think she's really good at it. Um, So, I think I got to land on a really, really, really soft recommend. I'm going to slightly recommend this movie. Just barely.
2: Can I ask, what was the other movie that she won the Oscar for? Sophie's Choice? I think
0: it was Sophie's Choice, which I, I mean...
2: A lot of years between Sophie's Choice and The Iron Lady, and, and I think probably a dozen nominations. I mean, she's one supporting as well, yeah.
0: but we were doing just leading, yeah. Um, which is another reason why um, Kramer versus Kramer didn't make the didn't make the cut. Um, right. I really want to do Defending Your Life. That is a movie that I really want to review, but it's just not streaming right now. So hopefully that'll be available soon. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a very slight recommend because I think. If you're a big time movie fan, if you're listening to this and you love all the movies ever, you just love 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 movies. It's worth seeing for her performance. It really is quite good. Like it, you can understand why she would be nominated if not win. Um as a movie it's pretty weak and pretty flat, but um her performance is quite good. So a, a weak recommend for me, two not recommends from our other 2 code co-host. Um so, there you go, The Iron Lady. Not the not the best send-off for our our winner of our tournament, but you know, they they can't (laughs) all be singers. Um, Coming up down the pike, though, we have... A uh, couple more streaming before we get back into the theaters to the month of October. We have Joker, uh, which Nicole and I will be doing. We have Gemini Man, which Nicole, I'm sure, is very excited for, for Will Smith. He can do no wrong.
1: He can do no wrong.
0: As Nicole says. <laughs> we'll see if what happens when we get to Bad Boys 3, if she will still have that sentiment. um. We also have Jojo Rabbit coming up. We have Zombieland Double Tap. Um, depending on its release, I think yeah. we might be doing the new Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Uh, I know we have
2: yeah. some
0: Kevin Smith people out there. So depending on the release of yeah. that, that could be a possibility. Uh, but we do have a few streaming reviews left. We are open to suggestions. If you have anything to suggest, Films with the Women in My Life on Facebook or the better place to reach out is to me individually on Instagram. Brennan underscore pod host Mama Kay Nicole, thank you for celebrating our winner Meryl Streep in this tournament. Um, even if yeah. you, even if you didn't love the movie, thanks for being on.
1: I appreciate That's the uh, the listener, um, co- you know, communication with us. That's really cool that you uh, that everyone has their input. So thanks for sending this over to us. I'm sorry it didn't go better, but uh, <laughs> to each their own.
2: <laughs> Agree. The participation was stellar and. Uh, thanks so much. Yeah, we
0: just started the show, you know, like six months ago, and we're already getting feedback, which is really awesome. I love hearing from you guys. I'm glad you guys like listening to the show. We're going to keep taking listener suggestions. This is like probably the third or fourth one we've done. Yeah. Um, so keep suggesting. We add them to a list, even if we can't get to them right away, whether they're streaming or not. We do I do add everything on a big running list that I have on an Excel sheet tucked away and we pick things out every once in a while. So please keep adding to it. Please keep suggesting. Even if it's a random movie no one's ever heard of It's not even streaming right now, just in case, in case it ever comes available.
2: You would love uh,
0: it. Yeah, I would yeah. probably love it and everyone else would probably hate it, but that's okay. You yeah. would love it. So uh, thank you guys for being <laughs> on and until next time, everyone, this is Brennan signing off saying
1: thanks for listening and enjoy. Listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave a review as it helps more people find the show. Like us on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life. Follow us on Twitter at Films Women Pod. And check out our website, filmswithhewomen.libsin.com. That's filmswithwomen.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke. Original artwork created by Nicole Delezio this show is produced by brennan snyder thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies